Welcome to the Level Up English podcast, the best place to come to practice the English language, learn about the British accent and culture. With me, your host, Michael Lavers. Hello, English learners. Welcome back. Thank you for being here. My name is Michael, and I have another short episode for you today. All about English collocations. So, if you don't know, we're going to look at what that means in just a minute. As always, I really want to thank everyone for the support that you always give me on the podcast. Whether that is just listening, downloading, or commenting, anything that you do, I really, really appreciate it. So, if you're listening to this, thank you so much. You're really, really helping me reach more people and expand the podcast. If you're interested in learning more about me and what I do as an online English teacher, you can go to my website ewmichael.com, and there you can contact me. You can find out more about me. Join my email list. There's a lot of free and good English content for you to have a look at over there. And more specifically, if you want to read the transcript for this episode. You can head over to my website, ewmichael.com, and forward slash collocations. Collocations. To be honest, you probably won't want to spell that. So if you just go to my website and click on podcast, you will find this episode as well. Okay, so the theme of today's episode is: do not learn vocabulary lists. Learn collocations. So another way. To say collocation is like a phrase. It's a set phrase in a language that is often said together, but it might not always be so intuitive. It might not be so easy to understand if you haven't heard it before. Now, I realise if I say "do not learn vocabulary lists," that's another fairly controversial thing to say. So I'm not necessarily saying you should never learn vocabulary lists because I do that. Myself sometimes, but generally, if you can learn things in phrases, it's much better.、So、I'm going to tell you why. For example, this evening I will take a shower. That's a very common phrase, but why do we say take? Why do we say take a shower? We're not taking it anywhere. I'm not taking it out of the bathroom. So I don't know why we. Why do we say take? I really actually don't know the answer to this. So if you learnt the word shower alone, maybe you've just got a list, you know, one thousand most common words in English, and you see shower. Yes, you will know the word shower, but you won't know how to use it naturally in a sentence. Maybe if you were going to guess the verb, you could guess I'm going to wash a shower or do a shower or something like that. But none of those are natural. You could say have a shower, for example. But take is a little bit harder. So hopefully this kind of shows you the importance of learning these collocations and seeing the words in context and not just seeing them alone. Now I get this all the time, and I'm sure you do in your language as well. You know, when you listen to someone talking, and you can hear the first two or three words, even before they say the next word, you can usually guess what they're going to say. And this is because people don't talk in words; people talk in phrases. So, for example, if I'm listening to an English podcast and I hear someone say, 
I'm going to use this to my... Mm. And then I pause the podcast. Even though I haven't heard the next word, I am 90% sure that they're going to say advantage. Use it to my advantage. And I know that just because it's a common collocation. We always use that phrase together. So the better you can become at learning and recognizing these set phrases, the easier the English talking will become for you. And one really good benefit of this as well is that it stops you from pausing and hesitating so much. And I've really found this myself in my language learning. When I, le- when I begin to focus on the phrases and the set structures, I can say sentences really, really quickly. But if I'm thinking about each individual word, it sounds like my uh, uh, name uh, uh, is... Uh, there's lots of pauses. But of course, my name is, that's a really common phrase. So you should learn that phrase on its own. So that is basically it. That is the advice for today. I hope it made sense and I hope it was useful for you. So let me know what you think. For the rest of this episode, I want to look at some common collocations. A lot of them are about the same kind of topic. So this is about honesty and lying and that kind of stuff. So it's going to be a little quiz. I'm going to give you a phrase and your job is to guess the meaning. I'll give you a couple seconds to think about it, but then I will tell you the meaning. You know, I won't keep you waiting too long. So the first one is to face the truth. To face the truth. Now, what do you think it means if you face the truth? Well, to face the truth really just means to accept the truth, to stop denying something. Maybe you are, maybe you are really bad at singing, but you think you're really good. Your friend will say, come on, face the truth. You're just not good at singing. Look into your heart. You know it's true. So that's a very common collocation to face the truth. But again, not so easy to guess. You have to learn that phrase as a phrase. The next collocation I'm going to ask you to guess is the same topic, and this is to come clean. To come clean. Now, what do you think about this one? Maybe you're assuming it's related to, you know, cleaning the house or washing the dishes. I don't know. What do you think? Come clean. Actually, it just means tell the truth. Stop hiding the truth. Here's an example. My son, who I don't really have, let's pretend I have a son. My son has chocolate all around his mouth and I ask him, where are the cookies? What did you do with them? And he says, I didn't touch any cookies. And I said to him, come clean. I know you ate the cookies. So that's, in other words, that means Be honest, tell me the truth. So think about for yourself, have you ever had to come clean about something? Maybe something embarrassing, something you were trying to keep secret? Collocation number three, I'll do two more, is to stretch the truth, to stretch the truth. To stretch means to pull something apart, pull it, make it really big perhaps. But if we're stretching the truth, 
a bit more abstract. What do you think that means? Well, it really just means to exaggerate, to make your story sound more interesting than it really is. So it's not lying, but it's kind of making it a little bit less realistic. For example, if I was watching a very sad romance movie and I was crying a little bit, I was a few tears running down my face, it's a bit emotional, my friends might laugh at me and then they'll say to their friends, Michael was crying for like two hours, he cried for the whole film when he saw it. And I would say, that's not really true. I only cried for about one minute. But they are stretching the truth. They're making the truth exaggerated because it makes the story more interesting. Much to my horror. I'm not happy to hear that, but they have a better story. (laughs) Okay, the final one. The final one is a little bit different. And this is to take issue with something. To take issue with something. So, for example, I could say, hmm, I take issue with what you just said. Now, have you heard this before or can you guess what this means? I'm very sorry to have to do this to you, but I'm actually not going to tell you. I'm going to say, if you want to hear the answer to this, head over to my website. You can go to ewmichael.com forward slash collocations. That's the show notes page for this podcast. And I will put the answer at the bottom of the page. So if you want to see if you got this right, head over there and leave a comment. Maybe leave a comment on that page and let me know. You can use some of these in examples. Try and make some example sentences. Tell me about a time when you have stretched the truth, for example. Or tell me your favourite English collocation. Another one that I quite like is to fall in love. Fall in love. Now we say fall. I don't know why. Maybe we're falling down. Uh, because we're so in love with someone. But yeah, let me know what your favourites are. It's quite a short episode today, but I'm going to end it here. It's a very simple piece of advice, but very, very useful. So I hope you will take it on board. And I hope you will use it and adapt it to your language learning process. If you like what I'm doing here, I would really, really appreciate a review. That would be very nice of you. So if you want to, you want to show some support, show some love to me, then you can go to maybe Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to the podcast, leave a review for me, and that would be really, really helpful. And I might even read it on a future episode. So I'll give you a shout out as well. But that's it from me for now. So thank you very much for listening, and I will see you next week. Until then, goodbye. You have been listening to the Level Up English podcast. If you would like to leave a question to be answered on a future episode, then please go to levelupenglish.school forward slash podcast. That's levelupenglish.school slash podcast. And I'll answer your question on a future episode. Thanks for listening.